When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's dogfight football, Jorge. That's yep. what it is. One Republic. <laughs> sure. I just know it's I just know that it's the song they play when Mav is watching his uh cadets. They're, they're both play, they're, they're both playing offense yeah. and defense offense at, and the defense same time. at the same time. Yeah. Great this movie. one I'm, just, okay, I'm okay with this one. The song? Yeah. Yeah, song's fine. This is one of these scenes that I fast forward through. Really? Well, it's not for you. I don't need this one. It's for you. I understand. (laughs) No judgment. I'm just saying that when it's on Amazon, and right now it may or may not be in the queue as, you know, continue watching for me. Right, of course. But uh, that's one of the ones that I skipped. Very quickly, quick tweet. This is from uh, Ben, Benger83. Always like seeing a new name in the in the Twitter feed in the Trav and Sleek community. Ben writes, I don't know, Trav, you sold me on you pitching for the Dodgers. I, I, I don't think so. But Did it's you get no, one out? It's, okay, I, I think I can't. To, for when, when I throw Altman batting practice, doesn't screw it up in the outfield. <laughs> when I throw batting practice to my and this now he's a senior in high school, so he could really really hurt me. So I have to be far away. Um, but even when he was like in the ninth grade, I had to get about thirty feet away from him and throw it almost as hard as I can to make it interesting for him. Mm. So no, I could not get anybody out. From, it's because it's so slow that they swing. Well, early. it could be one of those situations <laughs> where those somebody comes in and is throwing come in marshmallows, and, and they yeah. can't do it. But no, I, I everything hurts now too, Slee. Uh, it's a, it's a wrap. Um, so last night I did something that was kind of uh, interesting for me. So uh, my, I've been a little homesick. I've been with my family. I'll see them in a, little, in a few weeks for Thanksgiving. But nice. my mom has one dish that she makes that I love, and it's. A traditional, very, it's a very Midwestern, very white people dish. It's not to make. that Jello thing, is it? <laughs> no, it's not the Jello thing. <laughs> I, uh, she has, <laughs> she has this chicken casserole that I love. I love it so much. It's when I go when I went was in college. My mom would make me like quarts of this to freeze and have at later times. And so I texted her the other day, and I was like, "Hey, I really, really want to make this chicken casserole." And uh, I got the recipe from her, and I went, I swam last night, and then I came home, and I had made this chicken casserole, and like enough to feed a family, yeah, like a nine by ten, <laughs> so I could have it for the rest wow. of the week. It was amazing, and it tasted so good. Did it taste it, like when your mom makes it? It did, and That's it also awesome. it also tasted to me like okay, my visceral memories of of high school and middle school of swimming. I would swim from. 7.45 usually to like 10 o'clock at night and then I'd come home and uh, I'd have chicken casserole for my mom and so that's what I felt like. I swam and then I had chicken casserole for my mom that was made by me but it's her recipe. There you go. And it was so good. Have you guys ever tried to make one, something that your parents made for you as sure. a kid? Sure, all the time. I, there's still a few things in the repertoire that I make that my mom used to make. Yeah, for sure. I tried making a, I tried, I haven't done it in a while. We do like, they do a beef curry and um, it's everything from you know chopping up the onions, the garlics. That has to be the first thing on. You eventually use a larger pot, but you do a pan first just to kind of get everything, um, get everything uh, just a little bit fried. I guess yeah. you can call it. Not, not did your fried. mom give you the recipe, or did you just no, kind of she, learn it? No, she gave it to me, and yeah. it was it gave it to me as in let me show you how to do it. I haven't mm-hmm. done it in years, and 
it was sort of close, you know, yeah. sort of in the same field, but it will never be like that. To your point, M, there, there's a weird casserole thing that my mom would make occasionally that if I described it to you, you'd be like, that sounds terrible. And, yeah. it, and it may be like if you ate it, you wouldn't like <laughs> it, but it just brings back all the feels. Yeah, this was like evaporated milk and then cream <laughs> of chicken and cream of mushroom yeah. and then other things. It's a it lot just, of cream of. It sounds like it's, it's this, but it's mostly just, you know, home cooking. Tell me if this sounds good and then we're going to move on to the next thing. Egg noodles, right? The little wavy ones. Okay. Ground beef, mm-hmm. onions, corn, like from a can. Okay. Tomato sauce and black olives topped with cheddar cheese. It's like I was a pizza with you. vomited into a bowl. I was yeah. with you for the last two. <laughs> black olives, take that out. And cheddar cheese, that doesn't it's, sound like that it's goes with. Literally a pe- it's pizza toppings without any of the stuff. It's... My kids are repulsed by it, and I'll make it occasionally just because it's, it's Tellerini, and it's it's <laughs> home cooking. It's awful, but it's great. And the best thing about it. this casserole is it almost gets better as time goes on. Like it, honestly, eating it cold is still good. Like it's it's better, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's better. I'm with. That's them. how Brenda. She's asked her mom for all kinds of like different stuff. I asked my mom for some things like mole. That's the first time Brenda and I made it at home. And can't it was just like, can't help but notice that your your most recent <laughs> attempt at mole, your mom's, did not make Dude. its way into the seven ten studio. It was just like that chicken. <laughs> There's none left. (laughs) All right, so LeBron was talking about his time. You know, they were in Miami a couple of days ago, and he said, uh, I think I would still be at this level no matter if I would have come here or not. Uh, Let's not get it twisted. The four years I was here, it was amazing. I loved everything about it. Loved the franchise. This franchise is top tier. It's one of the best franchises in the world. But as far as my career, my career was going to be my career as far as individually because I know how much I put into the game and I know how much I strive to be as great as I can be. But as far as what I was able to learn here was second to none. That's for sure. LeBron would have been LeBron if he stays in Cleveland, if he goes to Miami, if he comes to the Lakers. He's just so remarkably gifted as an athlete. Now, whether he won, what has he got now? He's got... Four, four titles, four. Yep. or maybe he'd have two. Maybe he'd have six if he went somewhere. We'll never really know for sure, yeah. but he's got the four, and he's been to the finals, what, is it ten times? Ten times. Right? Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a really interesting example of we get so preoccupied by the end result. Did you win the title or not? as opposed to enjoying the journey on sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't, right? That it's just, well, how many titles do you have? Okay, I'm not saying that it's not important, but the idea of it being the only thing that's important, I think is kind of part of the reason why we've, the regular season in the NBA, the regular season in Major League Baseball, are becoming less and less significant because we only care about the playoffs and we only care about the guy that comes out on the top of the playoffs that well how many rings do you have and it just it's sucking a lot of the fun out of it just the journey to this you can have a great season that ends without a title that's a lot of fun is it exactly what everybody wants no but LeBron, I think, is just the the most recent example of we're just counting rings and instead of just enjoying the LeBron James experience beginning then. So I think only counting rings if LeBron is in a conversation that only a handful of players are, which is, are you the greatest player to ever play the game? Right. And whatever your argument is, we could be sitting here right now and somebody could say, it's Kareem. You could say it's LeBron. I could say it's Jordan. Somebody can say it's magic. Somebody can say Russell, it's Bill. It, it's it's whatever. Maybe it's the era that you grew up in or anything like that. I, I think that's 
where the conversation becomes, are we doing this again? I mean, how many different times have you heard? It's on all the networks, our network included. Michael or LeBron? It's like, are we doing this again? Like, I, I and and somebody's going to make the argument. He went to the finals six that, times and he it. didn't lose. Yeah, but, and and then all of a sudden he just wins. That's right. it. It's over. Right. What I don't think is talked about enough, and it's kind of interesting listening to the quote because if he doesn't go to Miami and he doesn't get two championships there and four finals appearances, I don't know how much different the conversation. If he if today he has two NBA championships, he won two rings and he made it to the finals six times. Are people still saying, "Hey, is this the greatest player ever?" It's not the conversation. I'm, I'm going to put it to the I get, side. I get you, but so many things have to go right for a player to win multiple championships. If Kobe Bryant was not drafted by the Charlotte Hornets and then traded to the Los Angeles Lakers on draft night, if he's in Charlotte, does he win five NBA championships in Charlotte? I, I know what Kobe's answer to that was. Kobe's probably yes. Kobe's answer was, "I would have figured it out." That was his answer of, had you not been a Laker, would yeah. you have been who you became? Mm-hmm. Would you have been the great champion? The great And his answer, I, w- I would have figured it the out. The problem is, is I kind of think I believe him. But the frankly. problem is, is the, you need good ownership. Yeah. You need a smart front office. You need a franchise that was willing to do whatever it takes to win. You need other great players on your team as well. There's so many factors that go into it. But, yeah, but I think what his answer would be is, I'll, I'll figure it out. Doesn't mean I'll figure it out here. Is I will. Figure I'll end out, up somewhere. I, I will figure out. Oh, my owner is a bozo. My yeah. teammates are terrible. My Get GM doesn't know. I'm out of here. You guys are morons. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm moving on to the next. That that's part of figuring it out and saying, you know, who's really good at what he does? That guy. You know who would be a perfect fit for me? That guy. And just putting the pieces around him, I think, was as much of his genius as anything else. Sure. Is, is sure. Because just being aware of what it is. But use Barkley as an example. That if you watch the TNT show, which is terrific, we all love it. It's great. You can't go a single episode of that show where Shaq isn't, well, I got four rings and you have nothing. What do you know? Right? It's, and it's funny. And I love Shaq. And Shaq's, Shaq's an endearing guy. Yeah, but it dis- he's trying to discredit That's Barkley. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I-, I watched Charles Barkley's entire NBA career. It was awesome. He was so much fun to watch. He was, if you're flipping, you see a Sixers game, a Suns game, a Rockets game, you're stopping to watch Charles Barkley because he's a, does him not having a title mean something? Sure, but it doesn't mean everything. Mm-hmm. First of all, he had the the very significant misfortune of being in, in the same Jordan's era of the same almost to the day, right? He's of the same era of Michael Jordan that Magic Johnson and Larry Bird ping-ponged it back and forth for a decade. Nobody else got to do anything for 10 years, right? So circumstances have a lot to do with it. It just feels to me that we just kind of really don't enjoy greatness for greatness's sake. It's like it, it's just a a, a, a a mark on the back of a football or baseball or basketball card to win an argument that, well, he's got more of these. Yeah, but that was still pretty awesome over there, too. LeBron being four and six in the final. Well, Jordan is six and oh. Yeah, but he went 10. It, it's, it, they're both great. I, I think part of the allure in today's NBA is running off that type of streak. It almost seems like it's not in the best interest of the NBA. It almost seems like it's not in the best interest. They want as best as they can to have six, seven, eight teams when you walk in the year saying, I don't know who's going to win it. Mm-hmm. 
So I think there may, maybe that's changing a little bit, but I feel like it's always for who's the greatest that that usually comes up. All right, USC on the road. They will be in Eugene taking on the Ducks. We think we know the result, but what's the worst possible endgame for USC in that game? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Em. So I'm going to change this one a little bit, Slee. Okay. That just Animal Fries, well done, has a question, a late Ask Emily. Today was an Ask Emily day. You can still send them in. We'll still sprinkle them in throughout the rest of the show. What is your stance on adults who really lean into things that are mostly for children? Let's say yeah. the little cosplay situations, just that something that is typically built for children that adults get very, very invested in. So I am not going to go off on somebody who spend the money however you want to spend your, your hard-earned money. Go off, king and queen. But I think in general, I also am not going to like interact with you a lot. I might just like I might screenshot your Instagram post and send it to my friends. But like, look at what Jessica's doing over here. That's so weird. Um, so I'm definitely I have an opinion about you, and my opinion about you will not change. And I exactly know what I'm going to get into. But I'm also not going to go with you if you invite me to go to that place. You are a genuinely kind person, Al. So I don't think you do this. But let me let me just throw it out there. Maybe what do you, got? you do. Do you see something, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram or one of the socials, or maybe it's just somehow, some way dings your radar? You're like, and somebody that maybe you know, you Kev? like. You're Someone like, even from high school or so, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what are they doing? A person's and, into that. And you capture it and then send it to other guys or people in your group yeah. and like, what the heck's going on over here? Do you do that? Because I never have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I didn't think you yeah, did. Yeah, because you're a nice guy. I didn't think you did. Emily. I, I, we're not nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I, what's going on over there? Well, here's the, the, the thing that's better is- Did I, you know he did that? I have I have a chat with like four or five buddies, most of them from high school and college. We'll mess with each other, yeah. but not the person that's not in the not in that conversation. No, no, no. Yeah. You know no not, but just somebody that you all know. Sure, Not sure, somebody sure. that's like in your group, mm-hmm. Not that yeah. because that's not cool, but mm-hmm. like somebody that- is in the neighborhood. Yeah. Somebody that you cross paths with, I don't know, just throwing it out there, at Little League. And you're yeah. like, wait, wait. Uh, okay. No, I can't tell that story. That I, I have a story experience. to tell. Maybe Go ahead. Okay, so story, I really want to tell there mine. Is a, there is a girl in my <laughs> Can sorority. Can edit yours a little? <laughs> it's so, what makes it great is, yeah. this, is very specific, specific and it, 
it would be very don't, obvious don't, to don't, my don't entire don't. community, don't do and it, I right. would lose friends. And my over community it. is not here. So uh, <laughs> I there's a girl in my sorority who uh, moved to New York, and she uh, is one of those people that cares about things that are for children. She also happens to have an Instagram account for her dog, and it has a lot of followers, but she posts from the dog's perspective, like, mommy made me this food today, and like, mom took me out for a walk, and like, it's just like, I can't believe... And that's not her name, but Jessica's doing this, and me and me and my friends will screenshot Jessica's Instagram stories and share it around. But again, she's putting that out there for a reason. She wants to get people to click on it. She she ran, for example, she ran the New York City Marathon this past weekend, and I knew that because for the past eighteen months she's been posting about her marathon training. That's okay, right? No, no, no. But it's just it's that's okay a, in that's general. That's like a real accomplishment, but though, to knock out way... the New York City Marathon. The way she does it. The way she did it. Because I I, I, I agree. There's a way of you might do it in a certain way where you motivated somebody else to do it. Sometimes it's motivate yourself. I was just going to say, you also, you now have accountability because you let everybody else know this is what you're going to be doing. And then her dog's cheering her on. Say, mommy ran the marathon. If it's showing off or it's something different, then that's, that's a different story. So I had two friends just text me during this entire conversation saying that Emily is calling you out, Trav, for your baseball card thing. No, I'm not calling out for baseball cards. Again, you, you do your own thing, but I don't need to hear about it, and you don't talk about it. <laughs> I don't talk about exactly. it very often. And yeah. I, Maybe I'll just start randomly tweeting about 1978 tops Reggie Jackson If I was really Jackson into cards. American Girl Dolls, I'm not going to share about it with you guys because you guys don't care. I'm very excited to tell you guys this story. I shouldn't even have teased it on the air because it will literally, Susan would be like, I can't believe you did. It's... I don't edit myself a ton, but this is one that I need to edit myself with. Uh, Oregon is headed, or I should say SC is headed to Oregon this weekend, um, despite the fact that Lincoln Riley thinks that they're two plays away from being undefeated in conference. They, uh, they're a three-loss team. They give up yeah. 50 points a game. They finally got around to firing Alex Grinch uh, over the weekend. What's the worst? The most likely outcome is... Oregon wins and probably wins big because Oregon's really the good. Co- SC the, isn't. The, the, what do we say? It was 16 and a half, something right. like that? Right. That's a big spread. A, um, against the reigning Heisman Trophy winner who puts so, up 40 points a week? It yeah. tells you what they think about USC. <laughs> You're right. I, honestly, I don't, I don't know if it says more also about tells you Oregon. What you think about Oregon. Okay, the two of them. Um, you said, what's the worst thing that can happen? So you and I were talking about this, and, and I think we both were under the same. I think we both hit on the same thing. Look. What's SC playing for the rest of the way? What you're hoping for is the players are still fighting. What you're hoping for is that they're fighting for Lincoln Riley. What you're also hoping for is can you make it a competitive game against Oregon? Because as much as we want to hit on USC, which we should, good game against Utah, good game against Washington. I know the score says 10, but that game was pretty much one possession the entire time. Yep. So... Two really good opponents that you played well against. Let's put all the other games to the side because there are some really bad ones in the mix as well. If they lost that game 48-45, to I think you're walking away saying, okay, this is kind of what SC has done all year. 100% It's not good enough. Standard operating procedure. But you're playing on the road against Oregon, and and to be honest with you, that's one of the more impressive games that you've had all year to be in a close game. And the defense lets you down again. It's what we've seen countless times. There's nothing new there. Nope. I think the thing that would be... If they got blown out, I don't think it's a huge story. Yeah, right? you're right. They lost it, 48-21. Yep. Okay. Oregon's really good. SC's not. Okay, fine. And it's expected. Yep. That's the one that's expected. And they've let go of the rope. And it's like, we're done. We, mm-hmm. we, we haven't given up, but we just gave up. 
The the then one there's the third one. The one that would throw me off the most is it's a close game, whether SC won or not, but they didn't give them any points. Mm-hmm. That it's 27-24, that it's 27-21, that it's 24-21, something along those lines, because I think then that throws the wrinkle in the question of you just fired your defensive coordinator. You went on the road in one of the tougher environments to play in college football. For sure. And this is a team that, by the way, still has got a chance to go in uh, or, or make it into the, uh, forget the Pac-12, I'm talking about the college football they, championship. Or the they are play. in as control of their own destiny as much as anybody as, else. As much as anybody. And you just went toe-to-toe and your defense was that much better. And the only thing that changed during the week was the defensive coordinator that everybody's been saying for the past, basically the last year, you got to move on from that guy. I, I know... You know, I, I, as some SC fans would say, "What are you talking about? That's a great scenario. That no, means that means SC is in a good spot. That means no, maybe they figured out what the issue is. Everybody already knew what the issue was. I think that probably is the worst scenario: is that your defense actually holds up and plays four quarters of decent enough defense. The worst scenario is USC wins the game seventeen to fourteen. That's the very worst scenario because the Pac-12 is now devalued at a massive level you changed one guy put a different guy or two different guys in sc's case co-coordinator not players that that said hey listen guys instead of standing here stand here okay and you go from giving up 50 a game to giving up 14 to a high powered heisman trophy winning led offense on the road that's the worst case scenario the second worst case scenario is you lose 17 to 14 because it's the exact same thing, only you just didn't punch the ticket. Because what it means is your leader is a moron. What it means is all it took was getting that guy out and you waited for four years to do it because you didn't want to have an awkward lunch with him in six weeks? That really? That's why? That all you had to do is move him to but put the linebacker closer to the line of scrimmage. Play play an extra safety over the top. It was it was that that was, it was that easy, and you didn't do it. Lincoln Riley might have to get in the mix if this is happening. <laughs> That's Third what I'm quarter, saying. if they've only given up 14 points, yeah. Riley's like, get whatever Grinch you're on doing the phone. on D- What would you do, Alex? Because that's what we're about to do right now. That's the worst case scenario, right? I don't see it happening, and I know I don't you either. don't either. But that, that's not the point. The point we're making is if it was – if something like that, even some type of uh, – doesn't it have make to be you... exactly that. I, Trav, to be honest with you, if they gave up 27 points to Oregon, that's still a very bad look. Look at all the totals yeah. they've been giving up. It, and it, you're on the road, and you're against Oregon. Yeah. You gave up 49 to Cal. Well, Cal was playing a third-string quarterback, so let's not sleep on that. The, the 14 that you're throwing out there doesn't have to be 14. You know, if it's right. under 30, you're, you're you're still having a similar conversation. Third, 30, yeah, under 30 is, is you're right. But 27, un, 24 20 around there. is like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. It can't be. That's why I don't think it's even like kind of in the realm of possibility, just simply because – it can't be that easy. He can't be that egomaniacal. Could be that that he wanted to double down on this because not only would it be bad because you you didn't do this, but you didn't see it right. Like we know that his, the personal relationship between Riley and Grinch was a big part of why they they wrote it out as long as they did. Yeah, but if the scheme was as bad as all that, to where it's literally the exact same guys, we're just going to put them in a different 
formation. We're going to use them slightly different. We're going to take this guy off the field, put that guy on the field. Just subtle tweaks like that. And if it then it means that Riley literally has no earthly idea what's going on on that side of the ball. None. Because you can't have it be one the linebacker coach can't step in and in one week and the defensive line coach can't step in in one week and go, "All right, here's what we're going to do. Bear Alexander, we're going to move you from here to there." Mason Cobb. Okay, you know how you're playing eight yards offline? We're going to pull it up to four. We're going to say it can't be that easy. It just can't be. It is kind of interesting that. I kind of hope that it is. Cal's last two games, SC 50 to 49. Last week, Oregon 63 to 19. Right. <laughs> well, but so you look at the, the Cal one is the perfect example. But look at Colorado. Look sure. at look look at Arizona State. Colorado and Arizona State are not good teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I know that the Coach Prime thing is exciting and it's fun, but they're not particularly good. Sure. And <laughs> SC had fistfights with those teams. Arizona's okay. Colorado forty-two to six. That was Oregon's win. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, what's the other team that you mentioned? Uh, ASU. ASU. They have not played. SC has. Uh, SC yeah. has. Oregon oh, yeah. has it. Right. Right. That, right that's right. what I meant. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's. That, that common denominator they went into salt lake city and smashed utah <laughs> smashed them smashed in salt lake city <laughs> yep and sc was in the coliseum and lost four in a row i think to utah yeah well you know what do they know all they oh, do yeah. is put guys yeah. in the nfl they don't That's know all. what they're doing factor caps coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, um, I saw another I bonus ask Emily that I'll ask myself. Okay. So if I went to a bar and there was only there's an option between tequila, tequila or White Claw, what I would choose? I would probably choose White Claw. I think. I, oh, I we're can, not friends oh, anymore. Come on. Do you not like tequila? I'm stepping out. <laughs> okay. I'm going. To can I answer em. my question, please? Em, I'm not. I'm not a tequila guy either. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I like yeah. tequila. I'm mad at you for ten minutes. I just think that I can sustain my night a lot longer if I'm drinking White Claws as opposed to drinking tequila-based substances. I will say tequila on the rocks with just limes. Yeah, no, thank you. That is a little... I changed my answer. I'm going to do that. I do not enjoy the taste of any alcohol straight up, so I, oh, that's not my, my well, bag. Maybe, yeah, it's maybe that's um, why. It's just, I again, do it's just not up. how I like to do. I like to have cocktails, and again... If I'm going to sustain like my night, cocktail. I like sweeter cocktail, yeah. and I, I'm fine with tequila cocktails. They're both great options. Tequila Do you and like white a Paloma? Uh, yeah, I love a Paloma. There you no. go. Grapefruit. 
No. What do you mean no? no. I don't I like grapefruit. Well, that then don't have a pull. Don't have a pull. Other people like it. By the way, White Claw, that's something you can drink all night, all day, never stop, and that's you're not going to, nothing's going to happen. Well, no, I can get drunk off White Claws. Excuse you. You can get buzzed off of White Claws. Excuse you. I can't get to where I need to be on White Claws. exactly. All right, that's why it's ask Emily and not ask you guys. All right? So, okay. So, Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee, and, you know, on Monday night's football game, he he was caught on a hot mic. I'm sure he had no awareness that he would be caught on a hot mic, but he was going up to what does that mean? Derwin James, <laughs> uh-huh. and he said, "Hey," and Derwin James, "Hey, are you coming back this year?" And he says, "Give it a few weeks." And so everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, Aaron Rodgers coming back!" Oh. And so then he went on Pat McAfee and said, "That's actually unrealistic, and that it'd be a few fortnights." Okay, so for those who don't know, fortnight is two weeks. And so instead of saying, you know, maybe two months, he says a few fortnights. Okay, whatever. So this is why Aaron Rodgers is so annoying. Travis Fettercap. Fact. You you and I, were we both had it on our our rundowns today before we'd even met. Like, look at this, you know what. (laughs) Like, dude, how about this? When are you coming back? Uh, You know, four weeks, six weeks, somewhere, you know, month, month and a half, something like that. Okay, cool. A, a few fortnights. Shut up. Just, just, just come on, man. Like, just it's it's such an unnecessary way to describe a length of time. If you are in uh, London, say fortnight. You're in yeah. New York. Do they brother. say it in London still? The only time I ever hear the word fortnight. Good afternoon, Greg. Never here. <laughs> Good afternoon. Jorge. The only time I ever is the Wimbledon the tournament. Yeah, it, it's a fortnight. And also the game, the game mm. Fortnite. The, the but game it's not even Fort- spelled the it's same spelled way. It's spelled a Fortnite. The only time I've ever heard it used is Wimbledon. the Fortnite okay, of Wimbledon. Yeah. It's two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's I just, Wimbledon. It's yeah. in it's in London or England <laughs> or wherever the hell it is. You saying that it was two weeks is the first time I actually knew that it was two weeks. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, know. It's also why four score is, in, in term, again, it's oh, the two I, is included. So yes. it's four is score four? is like two years. Or yes, two like years. So a score is. Four score and seven years ago. Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's too much. <laughs> this is anyway. Why, so I'm no, this is why Aaron Rodgers sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. White because clubs. we don't even know White what it means. he thinks. He's no. so much better than the rest. So of us. you're right. So I've I've never been in this camp with you two about Aaron Rodgers being annoying. Like you it, think it you're just, better than me? It never bothered. No, I just never thought it was that annoying. It was like fine. This specifically <laughs> is extremely <laughs> annoying. Don't say Fortnite to me. Don't say four score to me. This is not. This is. I still too don't much. know what the four score term. Like what, I don't, what is the language? Yeah, I don't know what that. Two years. I don't understand that. Four score and. And it's four score and seven years. I don't know. Yeah, but like how, she's saying four score is two years. How? Blame that, Abraham Lincoln. Don't look at nine me. Nine years? Then it's four score <laughs> okay. and seven years ago. That's nine years. Why don't you say nine no, years ago? No, it's four score and seven is 87. So four score is 40. 80. It's 40. Yes. Since, score so score 20, wrong, okay. Since score means 20, four yeah. score is 80. Oh. Four score and seven years is therefore Wouldn't it just be easier to say 87? Years. Well, it's not as poetic, this Travis. This convoluted. I don't like it. Just Gettysburg 87 years. That's when Lincoln is at 87 years. I had to memorize that from high shot. school. Uh, <laughs> I, I go... Oh, stop, my dude. goodness. <laughs> I go... What's the matter with you? <laughs> hey, it was a long time ago. <laughs> that was, that was too soon. <laughs> too soon. I know. What do you think? <laughs> I go cap on this. I think because you guys are so annoyed by Aaron Rodgers, I'm now kind of immune to everything because you guys really hate the guy and hate him passionately that I feel like I'm defending something that I don't even know what I'm defending. I'm just like, I didn't know he was that hated. 
maybe like you said, I, care. I don't know if everybody feels the same way. It is a ridiculous thing for him to say, but the world's not going to end for me, so I go cap on this. Corey? Uh, move on. You could have said 87. <laughs> <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. Anyway. Um, all right. So um, I'm going to play this piece of sound. This is from Adele. From what She's been doing her residency in Vegas on the weekends. And she talked about how uh, she does vocal rest during the week. And one of the days she chose to go to someplace in Pasadena. So I'm going to play it real, real quick. Sunday on my voice rest, I went to Pasadena and I whooped down some dim sun. Good Lord. <laughs> I googled, like, what's one of the best in some places in Los Angeles? And it was in Pasadena, obviously, because there's a massive Chinese community there. So I went straight down there, ate my heart out. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a Chinese hot pot this Sunday. That's what I'm going to do. I've never had it. I, is it good? I've never had it. Okay, fantastic. All right, so it got me thinking that you would want to go to a restaurant because a celebrity ate there. Greg, Dr. Cat. Cap, I don't care where celebrities go eat. I will go, if it sounds good, I'll go eat there. But if, if it has anything to do with somebody that doesn't make me go, ooh, I need to go try that because this person did it. I'm not that way. So, no. It's, Al? Yeah. I'll go fact, but I, I need, I'm going to look more into it. So And it depends who it is, right? Like if it's- Tim Sum's good, though. If it's- um, It's a chef, like Gordon Ramsay well, that's what, that's or what I was Matherson. That's what I was getting at. If it's somebody that also, hey, this is a food person, okay, I'm much more likely to go there because it's that person and it's somebody that is- understands and appreciates food you guys remember this was you know spectrum does that access access lakers sure. all x whatever it was early on when they used to do that it was lonzo and kuzma and i think it was like lonzo that was like the only one that would eat one of the two guys would only eat, it was lonzo he'd only eat either like chicken tenders or grilled cheese sandwiches yeah if lonzo went there i'm not going to a restaurant <laughs> because he's not somebody that obviously knows about food or cares right. about food it has more to do with who it is but yeah i would go Okay. I, I think what makes I, I uh, fact is my answer. I believe really? because in this particular case, like if it were a paparazzi location that it's a hot spot, like Craig. don't I, care. I don't have any no interest in it at all. But that she's saying it's a dim sum place in Pasadena. That's intriguing to me because somebody yeah. in the know dialed her into that. Sure, which means it's not just trendy; it's good. Right, if there were a, a restaurant in my neighborhood that I had never tried, but say, you know who was in the restaurant the other night it was Adele. I'd be like, she loved it. Yeah, I'd be like, really? I would Adele like, go there. I, Adele yeah, doesn't live in Adele could go anywhere. So if she chooses yeah, to go point. there, I would, I would want to go try it. Now, if it was, oh, the hottest spot in town, and it's here's no Adele, good. and here's Katy Perry, and here's yeah, that's Usher, all good. Like, I have we're no good. interest in that yeah. at all. But hey, you know, she was in here last night, and she's been back. You know, or she was in here last week. She's been back twice since. I'm intrigued by that. Jorge? I'm with Greg on this one. Just because somebody like that goes into a place, I'm not looking forward to it. But I don't know if this counts, Trav. Like, we went to Carnitas El Momo. Mm -hmm. Like, if you see something on a show. Oh, for sure. Like, I look forward to look, but I never, does that like. count? That's what I'm saying. Like, not a celebrity, count? though. It's just. It's it, just something you it saw. It was a like, feature. A local. A feature, yeah. 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 I went back and watched that again. To by highlight the way. how good that food is, but I think that's a little different than that. But yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't go just for a celebrity. Did you see that video of Mario Lopez? Uh, talking so about the Moriscos? No. Yeah, so it's... I saw were, that this morning. Yeah, commenting yeah, yeah. on... Uh, Mar well, so Mario like, went I'm in depth about Moriscos. Honestly? 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going. Like, it's, it's certain yeah. there's a celebrity so that can actually push effect. you away. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah. if Aaron Rodgers said, I had this great dim sum spot in Pasadena, <laughs> I'd be like, well, guess where I'm never going. Well, people are like, they, they knew that Mario Lopez was Hispanic, <laughs> but they didn't know he was that Hispanic because he was talking about, he was breaking it down. Did you okay. see Did you see his response video to those people that were talking he, about that? I did not see the response oh, video. Oh, there's a response video. Response to, to the response like, to the response like, to the response. Yeah, exactly what he's like. Look, I'm Mexican. This is how I talk to people. This is this who I am. I can't do that on Access Hollywood, but I can do this when I'm with my friends. Um, okay, last one here. So I was listening to a podcast and the podcast, again, I, I've talked about it a couple times before. It's called Normal Gossip, but the, the story is always outlandish and it's also, it's always crazy. But she talked about how in this one situation, this woman had 25 bridesmaids. Oh 25 boy. bridesmaids. I don't have 25 close friends. Like that's <laughs> like, I, let alone people. I would think most people don't. No. Yeah, exactly. No. Not so close friends. Yeah. the max amount of groomsmen for you, again, if you were going to get married or get married again, would be five. Max amount of groomsmen. Alan, Fetter Cap. Cap, I think I'd get pressured into a couple more because I just have big family, right? A lot of cousins, a lot of friends, a lot of family. Travis. So I go Cap. Trav obviously <laughs> has to be the head of the snake there. I go Cap on that one. And that is Felt just- it's here. I don't know about you. But. That's just specific because fa- there's there's I just have such a big family. Trav? I literally was counting. I was going back in my my wedding party. I think we had six in mine. I had five of my friends and Susan's brother, who I like a lot. Like it was not a, a big ask to put Susan's brother? brother in there. My my own brother, my brother in law, and then four friends from or one friend from high school and three friends from college. Mm. And that felt like a lot. I'll be honest, it, it really did. It, but there was nobody to leave out. Like they all kind of had to be there. So they need to be family. Or very close friends, and I don't know if there's a number, but nobody's got 25 people that you have to have stand up for you. Right, Greg. So I was gonna go fact that it was five, but now thinking back, I actually had seven. One actually decided not to go into, the, so he, he he pulled out. So it was six. So I think it's already is six. Yeah. I, I, have you ever experienced the opposite where you got called up at the last minute to stand up well, for somebody? I, I had somebody. I I asked somebody last. Oh, minute. you did. <laughs> yeah, Why? What, what did somebody drop out? Uh, yeah. Well, this guy dropped out, so I had to ask somebody else, and I felt bad. To he's make actually it my even. just like, to keep the numbers even. The yeah, to keep yeah. it even. But he's still like one of my best friends in the world. I just the one that stepped up or the one that dropped out. The one that stepped up. What about the one that dropped out? We were in a fight for a couple of years for that, where we didn't speak. But now, but now we're really good friends. Okay. Again. Yeah. That was actually, a backup said, best man. Said, I don't One want guy you. couldn't get in, so I was like the... You're like in the bullpen. Yeah, I came in off the bench. <laughs> came in off the See, bench. See, that's a little bit more odd to be like, okay, my ba- my best man backed out. Can you be my best man? So I what it like, was, eh. we, we, we all have a close friend, but at the time, he does international teaching. So he was in, I think at the time he was in Saudi Arabia, so he literally couldn't come. So I was backup. Another piece of back the, spy up to the puzzle backup. snaps into place, Greg. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> International group of friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. All from El Cajon. <laughs> well, that's probably, there's probably like a secretive the organization there. Yeah, the they don't hub. put it in Washington, D.C. It's too obvious, right? It's got to be somewhere. And by the it's way. in the car wash on. What San Diego got Central a lot of? agency. Military. Like, military. El Cajon is not El Cajon. It actually spells out something. <laughs> yeah, it's an, acronym <laughs> it's an acronym for some spy agency. Exactly right. Exactly. The Camp Pendleton, East. the Marines, <laughs> the, the naval base in San Diego, all there. the Coronado, uh, the Bud's training. It's all coming together, Slee. We're I'm starting just trying to, to find out which, which restaurant Adele went to. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, Clayton Kershaw will not pitch until the towards the end of next season, if he pitches at all. Are we sure it's the Dodgers? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 
That's because she chose White Claws over tequila. I'm you guys know that this. I'm a white woman, right? <laughs> like, you're asking me a question that, you know, you know the answer to. I would have guessed White Claw. Not necessarily. Claw. I, I would have it, guessed White Claw with a caveat, though. You like to have a good time. Okay, yes. Again, if I'm going out, my going out drink, if I'm like, I'm going to dance, I'm going to have a good time, uh-huh. I'm going to regret it in the morning, but it's going to be fun, is tequila Sprite. I do it because it's a little sweeter or whatever than tequila soda. You answered the question perfectly. You don't like the taste of liquor neat. Yes. That's not your jam. No. Uh, for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. That's I, I was not quite as on the sweet side as you were as a younger person. When I was your age, I was mostly just beer. That was kind of my jam. But once you kind of say, you know what's pretty good? Bourbon. What did you like in yeah. that? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's good? Tequila. Plus it gets what did you, you like, like in that? Nothing. I can it's... taste the differences between gins, and I do yeah. like gin. Do you like a gin martini? I don't. Yeah, because that's just gin. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and a, a, just a whiff of there, there's a I like gin and tonic. There's a lot of people who. Yeah, they they don't want their liquor neat. See, like when I'm they driving, they don't want their liquor with just ice. Like they, get, no, they want let's get the get cranberry the, juice, the orange juice. Everything let's get to else. the point. I'm so with yeah. you. I'm kind. Of, I, I fall more along those lines. See, when I when I'm driving, like for instance at your house, I stick to the beer. Have yeah. a couple. I don't want to get too sure. like, out there. But if I'm at home chilling, there's a couple of tequila bottles that are open, and I mix it up here and there. Rocks are neat. Neat. Yeah. I just sip on it, watch a movie, a game, whatever, and it's just... But it's something I've, I've gotten used to. It. I didn't yeah. like it like that either before. And yeah. I'm sure Tequila Mandala is so wonderful it that is. I could have it straight and it would be great. But I also would love a Tequila Sprite with Tequila Mandala. We were at... I uh, went to go watch... Which sounds good, too. The SC Washington game on Saturday afternoon at a bar in Dana Point with my buddy Greg. And I we're just chit-chatting and stuff. And all of a sudden, I see... I'm looking at the bar out of the corner of my eye, and I see a big bottle of tequila. Oh, there it is. There it is. And he's like, what, what's the matter with you? What are you doing? I'm like, right, it's right there. It's tequila and dollar. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It was surprise, surprise. Pretty darn good. All right. Kershaw had arm surgery. Yeah. Inevitable. Mm-hmm. Watching the way that he pitched at the end of the year. He released a statement last week saying, uh, this is what I had done. Uh, I, I look forward to trying to pitch again next season and kind of left it at that. And I, at the time, I even said, what's missing from that? I look forward to pitching for the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw is is in a very small group of guys that is just strictly identified with the team that he played for, right? It's like Steph Curry. It's like, you know, d- there's just a handful of guys, Cal Ripken with the Orioles, that just, oh, he played for that team. And it's just not only great accomplishments, but you think of them just like that. The Rangers have always been kind of in the mix for his services, but they were never really in the mix because they weren't very good. Timing wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a problem anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. You're not asking him to come in and be the savior or even be the backbone of of a young staff to try to get you over the top. They just got over the top. They're the defending World Series champions. Do the Dodgers need to go above and beyond to try to convince him to stay because the, the Rangers are all of a sudden back in? Because – that's the only thing that makes sense to me if he's going to go somewhere else. I, I just It feels like the Ranger threat came and went and it's gone for good. I think if he were going to do that, he would have done that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think from, from his perspective, right? What What is – if Clayton Kershaw is going to come back and pitch in the majors again, where does he – who does he want to represent? When he looks at the Dodgers, does it – how much, how important is it for him to say, I never rocked another jersey. I just played with one team and Does that it matter was it. to you when you think of guys? Like, do you think of Tony Gwynn differently than you think of, uh, I'm trying to think of another guy that bounced around a little bit, it was on great teams. Um, 
Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez. Do I for, look at them differently? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Like Derek Jeter, I do look at differently than Alex Rodriguez. Um, I think Kobe, I look at differently because he only rocked one jersey. Dirk, a little bit differently. It's not the difference of, you know, it, it doesn't really change my opinion on them, but I think it's also something cool to say Dirk only played with one team his entire career and had success. Where LeBron, let's use as an example, LeBron is a, that's a, there are many chapters to LeBron's career. Part of it is because he changed jerseys and he went to different teams. LeBron's a little bit of a weird one, though, for one very specific reason. Won everywhere he went. He's good. Every, like, Hakeem yeah. Olajuwon going to the Raptors is just bizarre. Sure. Was right. it Patrick it's like, Ewing? Or it's like Russell Wilson going to the, the Broncos. Sonics. It's, it's really changing how you view him. Y- yeah, but Russell Wilson is an even more specific one because you thought he was still good and he wasn't. Yeah. Like by the time that his Emmett performance Smith, is hurting him. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. By the time Emmett Smith got to the Cardinals, you're like, yeah, Emmett's done. We, yeah. we, we knew that. By the time Akeem got to Toronto, you're like, yeah, he's done. LeBron wasn't done in Miami. He wasn't done when he came back to Cleveland. He wasn't done when he came to the Lakers. He's still not done. I, that it's not just a closing act because and and Kershaw is probably more in the Russell Wilson category where you think there's something in there, but you're not 100% sure. Does he have a better chance of winning a World Series with the Rangers or the Dodgers next year? I hate that question so much. I mean, you look at the I odds and they so have the Dodgers, but who's more likely? They have the Dodgers every year, right? Yeah, it's the Rangers. Yeah, yeah so he has better odds to win it with the Rangers. If they get Otani? Not according to Las Vegas. So I'm, I'm not even paying attention to any of that. I'm yeah. just paying attention to what I've seen in the past and – Nothing has changed from the Dodgers of what's and, happened in the postseason. Nothing, the narrative hasn't changed. Nothing has changed. So that's entirely fair. If I have to pick one, it's entirely fair. I pick the Rangers, and it might be right. The Rangers have been in the playoffs once in the last five years. Yep. The Dodgers go you, to, to get to the World Series. You sure. got to get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I would bet you just about anything you want to bet me that the Dodgers, at worst, will be in the playoffs. I don't next disagree year, with that. Right? If you told me, hey, the Rangers missed the playoffs next year. Yeah, okay. By a game because I, yeah. the Mariners got in okay. and, like, and, I, and Houston was there. I get that. The, the the Rangers missing feels oddly more possible to me than the Dodgers missing. Now, put to your point, if they both get in, that's a, a little bit of a different I, I, equation. I, I think the reason why it has more to do with the Dodgers than I think it even has to do with the Rangers. i just seen the Dodgers make it, not make noise, and then not make any changes. Like Texas, on the other hand... Bochi is there. Corey Seager is there. There are some other big-time names with a great manager. It seems like uh, uh, the general manager as well, Chris Young. It seems like they have, you know, I, I know it's easy to say that after somebody just wins a World Series, but I wonder if that's how much allure that has for Kershaw. The Dodgers are going to make a big splash. They are going to get a big name or not. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.